and the lack of press conference that we see in general from this White House. I represent a news organization that owns 113 television stations, and a question that I'm often asked, and I don't know the answer to, so I'll ask you that question. Uh, is the administration trying to protect the president from our questions? Uh, please, I answer Absolutely that question. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Everyone can see that Joe Biden is handled with kid gloves from where to stand, what to say, which reporters to ask questions of, and in which order. And then, of course, the lack of transparency in his communicating directly with the press. We're going to get into all that and some earth-shaking, bombastic, breaking news coming out today, Monday, April 10th. But first, let's start off with the introduction. Let's have my Mexican wife do it because you guys have requested it. She is now a legal citizen helping other naturalized folks get their citizenship. As of today, she was working on that. Anyhow, let's have her do the introduction and let's get this baby rolling. Welcome to Open Source News. Please like, share, and subscribe and hit the notification bell so you don't miss a thing. Have a blessed day. I want to take this time to apologize this morning in my previous video today. I did not have my flag lapel pin on. I want you folks to help keep me accountable. If there's ever an episode in which I forget to put the uh, the, the flag lapel pin on, I want you guys to give me hell in the comment section. I want you to say, uh, James, what's wrong with you? You forgot to put your lapel pin on. I thought this was a MAGA America First channel. It is. So please hold me accountable if I fail to do that anytime. Keep me in hell. I'm not Sean Hannity or some guy over on Fox News with CIA and FBI lapel pins. The hell with that. I'm about America. I'm about my fellow Americans, regardless of the color of your skin or which of the two genders you are. I'm about the Constitution. I'm about anti-globalism and Marxism in any form. And that's best represented by a lapel pin, which I have the lighting all wrong, so it's looking blurry, with an American flag on it. So I do apologize for not having it on this morning. Folks, this is a special report episode, Dead to Rights, the Biden White House, Biden, they all lied, we know they lie, and we've, we've got them. We've got them. I want to show you what I'm talking about, how that happened, and why this is a huge story. And by the way, way Bill Barr, as you'll see also in this episode, big old uh, gas face to you. What, uh, what you just said is not going to age well. All right, let's start off by setting the groundwork for what we're dealing with. Joe Biden, we know how he got into office. We know that he was not doing very well in his own primaries, and the Democrats do what the Democrats do, and they got everyone else to drop out and Joey to ascend and take on President Trump in the general election. And then we know that 81 million people that didn't show up for any of the non-existent campaign speeches, activities, hated Trump so much and his mean tweets that they all came out for Joe Biden. 
We all know that Joe Biden is so popular, he got more votes than Obama did in 2008. We also know that Joe Biden has not had a press conference, will not sit down and openly take uh, questions from the press. And they got frustrated and they started drilling Karine Jean-Pierre about that today. And what we're going to see here, like always, but I want you to see how stupid they think they are, uh, how stupid they think we are at the White House and how much disdain they have for us and the truth. We must understand this lying nature of this administration to fully appreciate the bombshell information that we're going to look at and hear in just a bit. So why is the lack of any interaction in a formal setting to have a press conference? Uh, I mean, the president takes shouted questions. I, I understand, John. I understand. I understand. I have dealt with this question about three times already. I understand. It is, it is, it is uh, the job of you all to ask this question to me. Totally get that. And that's not a problem at all. Um, but c- certainly uh, the president many times has, has, stand, has stood in front of all of you, has taken questions uh, on his own because he wanted uh, to see what was all on your minds. He wanted to see what the questions you all were going to ask him, and he wanted to answer them directly. That has happened multiple times, many times, uh, during this administration, and that will certainly continue uh, to be. When it comes to a formal press conference, I don't have anything to share with you at this time. Think about how pathetic it is that Karine Jean-Pierre has to say, there's time when the president has taken questions on his own. I mean, this is the supposedly the leader of the free world, and we're supposed to be, oh, that's so good that President Biden can answer questions on his own. I mean, this whole thing's a freaking dumpster fire. A clown show. I mean, Jane, stop this crazy thing called the Biden presidency. It's wonky. It doesn't make sense. And she makes it sound like there's times he's taking questions. Daily, Trump was taking questions. Obama was in front of the press very often. George W. Bush was, and he had lots of gaffes for it. Clinton loved being in front of the people and visible. Joe Biden, not so much. Because he can't handle it. That's why he spends 40% of his time on vacation and meeting with who the hell knows who because they won't let us know during that vacation time. Just one last thing. Yeah, just sure. to button up. You recognize that as it relates to prior administrations, uh, the president's predecessor, uh, President yeah. Obama, President George W. Bush, uh, I've been here long enough to have covered President Bill Clinton. This is not the norm. The norm is we do get an opportunity to ask the questions to the president about domestic and foreign policy issues in a formal setting at some point. Uh, And you choose that point, but we haven't had that opportunity in quite some time. The press wants access to the press. And they haven't had it in a long time. Seems like a reasonable request. Now, folks, here comes one of the biggest whoppers I've ever heard It's such a bad whopper, you have to listen to the groans and the reply and the response from the press, both Trump-hating and Trump-supporting, but mostly Trump-hating and Biden-loving press. Check this out. 
So I'll say this, it is also unprecedented that a president takes as many shouted questions as this president has, and he no, has. No, 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 I, I don't know. With a straight face, Corinne Jean-Pierre says, it's unprecedented the amount of shouted out questions that this president has taken. It is also unprecedented that a president takes as many shouted questions as this president has. And he no, has. No, 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 no. Wow. Even the press is like, no, no, you heard total backlash. No, 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 that's not true. Many shouted questions as this president has. And he no, has. No, no, no. And Karine Jean-Pierre doubles down. Yeah, we have the data on that. We have the numbers that we're going to present them to you. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get we'll we'll certainly we'll certainly get the data and share that with all of you. I hear John. I hear your question. I heard Zeke's question. I hear you. I hear you on the press conference on a formal press press conference. We get this probably every couple of months when you guys ask us about a formal press conference. I don't have anything to share with all of you at this time, uh, and uh, and I'll just I'll just leave it there. The fact that this comes up every couple months is because President Joe Biden is not meeting with the press. He is being handled with kid gloves. Uh, and check this out, folks. Uh, I, I showed you a clip from this morning, Joe Biden getting uh, tricked into answering a question by Al Roker. Imagine being outsmarted by Al Roker. That would be a low point of my life if that ever happened. This is uh, par for course when it comes to Joseph Biden. But anyway, I talked about the little Easter egg roll they had over there at the White House. And guess who was present? And who was handling the president. Crook, not in jail, not indicted, while President Trump has been indicted, fingerprinted, arraigned, and had his has had his house, has had his house, has had his house. Hmm. Alliteration. Has had his house raided over documents that built that Joe Biden was in a worse situation and wasn't raided. But anyhow, who was there with Joe Biden, if not for the crook, Hunter Biden, who because of his laptop and other things we know has created, has, we have record of over 149 crimes by Hunter Biden. But he's walking free and fancy free in and around the White House. All right, um, we're going to get into Bill Barr and how he just uh, put his foot in his mouth with our breaking story. But before you go there, let me just give you a couple important updates. Uh, Daniel Perry, the Sergeant Daniel Perry, who in self-defense shot an Antifa thug who pointed an AK, uh, an AR-15 at him and who Governor Greg Abbott is starting the, uh, the process of, of having the corrections and parole board look into it so that he can pardon him. Uh, Daniel Perry's sentencing will take place tomorrow at 9.15 a.m. Remember, just uh, last Friday, a jury found him guilty of murder, and he is facing 5 to 99 years in prison. Also, uh, just breaking, Biden has signed the bill ending the national virus emergency. Wow, after three years, we have an end to this. Here's the news. Biden, today, Monday, signed the Republican-led resolution which brings an end to the national emergency over the pandemic. The resolution passed the House despite almost 200 House Democrats voting against it after the White House said it strongly opposed the measure.
But they never said that it, they would actually veto the bill if passed. It was passed, and Joe Biden has signed it. It signed. Uh, it passed the Senate in a bipartisan vote of 68 to 23. Now, the White House said it already was planning to wind down the national emergency um, on or around May 11th, giving the states the go-ahead to begin winding down the measures enacted under the emergencies. Now, what, of course, this also means is that Title 42 is now uh, going to end. So we're going to have a flood of illegal aliens, ne'er-do-wellers, invaders, terrorists, and other undesirables coming in through our poor, porous southern border with our border patrol now acting as a babysitting and red carpet outlet instead of a law enforcement agency. And now let's, uh, let me give you the story leading up to the breaking story I want to share with you. Because this is not going to age well for Bill Barr, who was on ABC this week and said the following. He was on the show ABC this week uh, in the last few hours. I think this was on Sunday. And this is what he said. So you mentioned the other cases. There's at least three other criminal cases. You have the two brought by the special prosecutor, the case in Georgia, you know, January 6th, classified documents, obstruction of justice. What, what do you think, uh, if you were advising uh, the former president, which obviously you're not, which, which would you be most concerned about? All right, so once again, as we've pointed out several times on this program, they're always having some kind of sham investigation or crime or special counsel or actual arraignment like D.A. Alvin Braggs did, because they have to keep the narrative that President Trump is a crook, even though he hasn't committed any crimes that they've got him on. They, they, they keep doing this, uh, this false narrative to make it seem like, oh my goodness, President Trump has all these legal woes. And then they have Bill Barr in front of them here at ABC. And they said, hey, look at all of these things going against President Trump. Which one's the one that you would be most concerned about as former attorney general former guy that worked for Trump, but not currently with Trump, for good reason. I'd be most concerned about the document case in Mar-a-Lago, uh, because from what I can see, uh, and, and, you know, the, uh, when, it, when it first came out, a lot of Republicans manned the ramparts and were dumping all over the FBI and the government. Hmm, I wonder why we conservatives weren't trusting of the government and the FBI. I don't know, Bill Barr, maybe because... We don't trust them for good reason. For example, while you were at the Department of Justice, you hid all the crimes and the laptop of Hunter Biden because you didn't want to be political. So I think it behooves us and it's totally understandable that we conservatives don't trust the, DIG, uh, the DOJ or the FBI. Uh, and as the facts have come out, as I suggested when I spoke about it, the FBI was opposed to conducting the search. They weren't involved in launching the search. But also, uh, those steps were taken after a long period, about a year and a half, of trying to get the documents from him, which he had no claim to. He had no claim to those documents, especially the classified documents. They belonged to the government. President Trump was the president and the ultimate authority on declassifying classified information. He said those documents were declassified as the person who is the utmost authority in declassification, A.G. Bill Barr, he outranked you. Just thought I'd point that out. 
even though you should know that already as Attorney General, or, thank goodness, former Attorney General. Even though it's hard-pressed to think, but Mayor Garland's actually a worse Attorney General than you, Bill Barr. But I digress. And uh, so I think he was jerking the government around, and they subpoenaed it. And they tried to jawbone him uh, into delivering the documents. But uh, the government is investigating the extent to which games were played and there was obstruction in keeping the documents from them. Bill Barr, of course, doesn't mention the fact that it's documented and President Trump has said that they were cooperating. They were cooperating. They had turned stuff over. There was back and forth. It wasn't just like they were asking for information for President Trump and he was stonewalling them. They were in a negotiation. There was a back and forth. Joe Biden gets away with it. Hunter Biden gets away with it. President Trump has his former AG stabbing him in the back yet again on national television. And I think think that's a serious uh, potential case. I think they probably have some very good evidence there. What, 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 what wrong, Billy boy? Absolutely wrong. And how do we know this? We know this thanks to work by America First Legal. Here's a reminder of who America First Legal is and what they're doing. They're fighting back against the ACLU and all of the leftist lawyers that are making things difficult for President Trump and for the American people. And it was started by former policy advisor to President Trump, Stephen Miller. I'm not a lawyer, and that's the point. I'm a policy guy who saw firsthand how the ACLU and other organizations were able to delay our policies being put into place. And conservatives need to have a legal organization to answer that. And that's why I'm doing this. And with brilliant attorneys like Matt Whitaker involved in the effort and many more that we are adding to the team, I'm confident that we will be able to turn the tables, as President Trump said. And boy, were the tables turned. Bill Barr, eat your heart out. Keep that foot uh, planted firmly in your mouth, because here we go. America First Legal. America First Legal's investigation reveals the Biden White House was involved with the Mar-a-Lago raid and that the National Archives misled Congress. American First Legal launches additional investigation. They're downplaying it there in their own press release. Here in their tweet, I think it gives a little bit more weight. Records are obtained from our investigation into the circumstances surrounding the Mar-a-Lago raid further confirm that the FBI obtained access to these records through a special access request from the Biden White House on behalf of the DOJ. And here is the seven-page FOIA request with all that information. Let's uh, go into the breakdown. Joe Biden's administration was involved in the raid of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence through a special access request, according to documents obtained from the National Archives by America First Legal. I think uh, what I meant to say earlier is that Breitbart had the most accurate headline, Joe Biden's White House involved in raid on Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. Here are the details. As we know, last year in, uh, in August on the 8th, <clears throat> 
The FBI raided Mar-a-Lago on the grounds of retrieving alleged classified documents. According to the establishment media, Biden administration officials were stunned to hear the unprecedented action. The archives also claimed that it had not been involved in the DOJ investigation. Of course, you also had uh, uh, Jean-Pierre and others saying, oh, Biden didn't know about it until he saw it on Twitter and the news like, y'all, he had no idea this was going to happen. But documents show the FBI obtained access to the records through a special access request from the Biden White House on behalf of the DOJ, contradicting what the archives told Congress. Okay, so a special access request is something that the current president and administration does to get documents because it has to do with business that the current White House is doing and therefore they need those documents for review. It's a special access request. Something they generally wouldn't have access to, but because it's in the current business of the White House, they're requesting access to it. The archives claim that it had not been involved in the DOJ investigation. The documents show that the archives official responsible for administering all access request for presidential records, John Laster, was involved in preparing the 15 boxes for the FBI as late as August 23rd, 2022. But we know from August 8, 22, they said that the they had not been involved in the DOJ investigation. And here is the uh, here's part of what was released. Susan, do you have a few minutes to discuss the missing Trump boxes? Let me know if you want to use Google Meet or you can call my cell. In a meeting now, can I call you around 1 p.m.? Are these missing boxes that NARA had in custody? No, these are the boxes and records that Trump took with him to Florida. And we need to figure out the best way to pick them up. 1 o'clock doesn't work for me. I'm out from 1230 to 2.30 and then have a 3 o'clock. How about 4? I have a 4 p.m. but could do 6 p.m. or later. I'll send you an invite for 6 o'clock. Thanks. Sure sounds like they were coordinating something there. Not exactly what they told Congress. Ooh, more perjury. And of course, nothing will happen because when the Democrats and the Marxists do it, there are no consequences. Now let's jump to October 25th. Acting archivist Wall wrote to then-ranking members James Comer and Jim Jordan, now leading the charge against the weaponized government, claiming National Archives received the 15 boxes from President Trump on January 18, 2022, then discovered they contained classified national security information. Shortly after discovery, NARA consulted with its Office of Inspector General, which operates independently of NARA. As DOJ has disclosed publicly in court filings, National Archives OIG subsequently referred the matter to DOJ on February 9, 2022. If the OIG acted independently in making referral to the FBI, then Mr. Laster would not have involved himself in the FBI's review of the 15 boxes in his capacity as a director of the White House Liaison Division, quote, responsible for all access requests for presidential records. See how this is all falling apart? The lies being exposed. Similarly, the similarly, the FBI affidavit before the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida that provided the probable cause for the issuance of a search warrant against Mar-a-Lago on August 8th stated, the special agent in charge of National Archives Office of the Inspector General sent the NARA referral via email to DOJ. However, the evidence is 
that the Biden White House and the Department of Justice coordinated to obtain the Trump records and perhaps create a pretext for a law enforcement raid by way of a special access request. And as I explained earlier, the special access statute authorizes special access requests to an incumbent president only when the records and questions are needed for the conduct of current business of the White House. That's what America First Legal explained, saying providing documents to the DOJ for purposes of a criminal investigation is not the current business of the White House. Or it shouldn't be. But it is when you have Joey Biden, and everyone knows how Joey Biden got to his current position, wanting to destroy President Trump and use and weaponize the government against him. Reed D. Rubenstein, Senior Counsel and Director of Oversight Investigations, released a statement ripping the White House's reported role in the FBI raid of Trump's home. Quote, The evidence suggests that Biden officials in the executive... Uh, well, I read that to you already. Well, no, I'm sorry. I, I showed you already this, um, this... But let me let me read this to you. The evidence further suggests that Biden officials in the executive office of the president and Department of Justice unlawfully abused their power, then lied about it to the American people. This government, it seems, acknowledges no limits on its power to harass, intimidate, and silence its political opponents. America First Legal has vowed to keep investigating the developing scandal. Wow. Folks, the lies keep getting exposed. Great work by America First Legal. Let's see if there's any consequences. Unfortunately, I like breathing, so I'm not going to hold my breath. What are your thoughts about this uh, bomb-tastic work done by America First Legal and what we're finding out right now? Folks, if you appreciate uh, my reporting, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe here on YouTube. Also, hit the notification bell. Hit follow if you're watching this or, or listening to it in podcast format on one of the other non-YouTube platforms. Don't forget, we do have a sister YouTube channel, The BCP Report. Links to everything I'm telling you are down below. And also, we have a show called BCP Unfiltered. I dropped episode 316 today. Uh, you want actually it's number 316 it's not 316 it's episode three it's season three episode 16 we have way more than 316 uh, episodes we do about 200 episodes a year so we're probably actually on like 400 and something but make sure you check it out either by going over to the real bcp.com bcpextras.com or bcppodcast.com we appreciate you being here folks and for your support until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless, and please, Father in heaven, God bless America. We need your beloved and hollowed hand of providence to save this nation from the ravages of these evil satanic forces known as Marxists and globalists trying to destroy our country that was created on the grounds of exercising our God-given rights that you have given us. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks.